Welcome to episode 74 of Paws, Claws and Wet Noses, the vet podcast celebrating all creatures, great and small, and the fantabulous professionals that look after them all. I'm your show host, Julie South. The last couple of weeks, we've been looking at behavior-focused interview questions, job interview questions, usually asked of job seekers at their job interviews. If you haven't listened to episodes 72 or 73, then I recommend that you do that. I'll put the links to those episodes on today's episode page, which you can find it at pawsclawswetnoses.com. FM. So you're looking for episodes 72 and 73 for behavior-focused job interview questions. This week, though, we're looking at questions that job seekers can ask vet clinics when they're asked the do you have any questions of us question, which usually happens at the end of the job interview. Even though this week we're especially looking at questions for the job seeker to ask, they're also really important for the clinic to know the answers to. Here at VetStaff, we've worked with a quite a few actually, quite a few senior vets who are looking to make their next move. They're management level vets, vets who are vetting, but also doing the interviewing as well. All of them said that these questions gave them something to think about, which they hadn't done before, to help them get clarity with what they were looking for when it came to the candidate. So listen up, because this episode is good for both job seekers and hiring managers. An old vet told my father when he was a student in Glasgow, he said, uh, if you want to be a success in veterinary practice, just keep the bowels open and trust the rest to God. Nutrition's not an opinion, it's a science. They called me that weird herbal needle vet, and I, I just remember thinking, well, I'm still going to do it, because I know it works, and I've got the research to back it. From reminiscences of the real James Harriet son, to pet nutrition, to acupuncture, the Vet Podcast discusses current animal health issues from around the world. I'm veterinarian Brian Gregor from New Zealand. Just search for the Vet Podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. When we're working with job seekers, we guide them through different aspects of what to expect at an interview. We always load them up with lots of pre-reading so that they're well prepared as they can be, or as well prepared as they can be, going into an interview. Today, we're going to look at a three-pronged framework that I developed for job for vet staff's job seekers. So if you are thinking about making a change, about making your next move, this is a reason to come to vet staff as to help you. Sometimes job seekers have a bit of a mind blank at the end of an interview when they're asked, what questions do you have for us? So here are 15 questions that you can ask under top level headings relating to the role, the vision and the culture at the clinic that you're applying for. The purpose of these questions is to help generate a more 
even balance of power between both parties, as well as obviously seek and find information. But the interviewee and the interviewer, this way, both get as equal as possible an exchange of information that takes place at the job interview. It's important to remember that attending a job interview is a two-way exchange of information because it's easy to think that the employer has all the power and it's easy to think that from both sides of the fence. The employer thinks they have all the power in some cases and the interviewer thinks that the employer has the power. However, I believe, life according to Julie, in today's market, that's questionable. I believe that both parties have equal power when everything is balanced out. Yes, the employer, the vet clinic, has the power to decide whether to offer the job, the job to the job seeker or not. So it could be argued in that case that the employer has more power. Yes, they may not offer you the job, but likewise, you may not accept the job that they're offering. There aren't that many people for them to choose from right now. In today's market, it's a candidate-driven market, a job-seeker-driven market. So in that regard, the job-seeker, especially an experienced vet med professional, has power as well. Let's look at each of these three different areas in turn. Under the heading of the role, the questions, the top level questions are, what does success look like in the role? When you're thinking about this role and the person most suited to the role, what are the three or that these are the questions that the job seeker is asking the interviewer? What are the three most important qualities or attributes you're seeking in a successful candidate? And then what are the challenges of this position? So under the very top heading of what does success look like in this role, follow up questions to that. If they look at you blankly, if the employer looks at the candidate blankly, you can prompt them by saying, imagine the successful candidate 6, 12 or 18 months from now. What milestones would they have achieved? What strategies, tactics or processes might they have put in place? And what would they have accomplished? As the job seeker, once you know what the employer is looking for, you can keep reminding them with your answers that you're giving, questions, your, your responses that support what they're looking for. So you need to know what success looks like, what sort of person they think is most suitable for the role, and then what challenges are there in the position. Next, under the heading of vision, you want to know whether you can align yourself to the vision. What examples can you use to demonstrate you're the best fit? And how can you help them achieve? How can you help the, the vet clinic achieve the vision that they have? So here are the questions that support that. What vision 
does your clinic want to achieve in three to five years? What is its goal, the clinic's goal? And then maybe what is the goal of the person who's interviewing you, especially if you're being interviewed by the lead vet or the head nurse? So what's their goal as well? And how does it, the clinic, or do they plan to achieve this? How does this position contribute, the position you're applying for, how does this position contribute to this future? What vision does the department head, so the lead vet, the head nurse, whoever it is, have for this position in three to five years? What are the opportunities for professional development? What do the career paths of those who have held this position look like? What new initiatives or challenges are on the horizon for the clinic that you're applying with or to or for? So what initiatives or challenges? So recap, what what vision does the clinic want to achieve in three to five years? And then what vision does the department head have for the same time frame, three to five? How How does it plan to achieve this? How does the position that you're applying for contribute to the future, to the future vision? What are the opportunities for professional development? What do the career paths of those who have held this position look like? If people keep resigning, kind of implies that there's a bit of a culture thing happening that you don't want to be a part of, or that there is no professional development and there's no future career path for you to go beyond this position. And what new initiatives or challenges are on the horizon for the organization? Under the top level heading of culture, what are your values? That's you, the job seeker. What are your values? And are they aligned to the values of this clinic? Would this culture get you excited about getting out of bed in the middle of the night in the thick of winter when the rain is coming down sideways because you need to think about that especially if the position has an on-call after hours component to it is it going to get you out of bed when it's freezing cold and it's dark the culture how would you describe so this is the candidate the job seeker asking the interviewer how would you describe the company's culture What do you like most about working for this clinic? You want to know what gets them out of bed. How would the team that I'm going to be joining describe the culture of the team and of the clinic? What does it mean to be part of the team? And what, finally, last one, what values are important to this team? I hope you found this helpful. If you are right now considering your next move, then here at VetStaff, we'd love to help you. It doesn't cost job seekers anything to use our service. 
Also, please remember to click that follow button wherever you're listening to this episode. That way, future episodes will automatically appear in your feed so you'll never miss out. Clicking follow is free and doesn't cost you a cent. Stay tuned because also, as mentioned at the very beginning of this episode, we're running a couple of competitions, a couple of surveys right now, a couple of lucky dip draws for respondents to our surveys. One is to celebrate World Veterinary Day. We're giving away free lunches to five lucky Kiwi clinics. And the other one is to help overseas vets who want to work in New Zealand. We've got 500 bucks up for grabs there with a Visa Prezi card. This is Julie South signing off and inviting you to go out there and be the most amazing, fantabulous version of you that you can be. Stay safe, stay healthy. Kakiti ano, God bless. Paws, Claws and Wet Noses is sponsored by Vet Staff. If you've never heard of Vet Staff, it's New Zealand's only full-service recruitment agency 100% dedicated to the veterinary sector. Vet Staff has been around since 2015 and works nationwide, from Cape Reinga to the Bluff and everywhere in between. As well as helping Kiwis, Vet Staff also helps overseas qualified veterinarians find work in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Vetstaff.co.nz Vet Staff.